Welcome to Podcasts, recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. And it is my privilege to introduce Portland Center for Spiritual Living's Practitioner Corps. And as I announce each practitioner's name, if you would please stand and face our spiritual community. Nancy Ashley has been a practitioner for 10 years. Yeah, please reserve applause till we're all finished. <laughs> Licensed practitioner Kate Barrett has been in service as a practitioner for 18 years. Licensed, <laughs> Licensed practitioner Kathy Batten has been in service as a practitioner for three years. Marcy Beck has been a licensed practitioner in service for five years. Annette Bolster, a licensed practitioner in service for 14 years. Al Kaufman, who is not with us today, Al Kaufman is a licensed practitioner emeritus, meaning he has been in service as a practitioner for more than 20 years. Newly licensed and installed practitioner Sylvia Kearns, who is not with us today. Bill Lawson, licensed practitioner emeritus, which means he has been in service as a practitioner for more than 20 years. Simona Matucci, Licensed practitioner for one year. Arlene Mosier, a licensed practitioner for 12 years. Catherine Richer, a licensed practitioner for three years. And I am Marilyn Sprague, a licensed practitioner for five years. This is your practitioner core. And now licensed practitioner Kate Barrett is going to tell us what is a practitioner. Now that you know who we are, what are we? So I have some answers for you. So first of all, a practitioner is someone who endeavors to change conditions through the use of the creative power of mind and the ever availability of good. Practitioners are individuals who have been trained in the art, the skill, and the science of spiritual mind treatment and other spiritual practices. A practitioner seeks to model the truth of spirit expressing in everyday affairs, and we believe in divine guidance. A practitioner sees through whatever condition someone is facing to the spiritual truth, bringing about a change in circumstances. Practitioners are licensed to practice professionally, and we are bound by a high degree, by, by a high code of ethics to respect your privacy. Thank you, Kate. And for individuals who are looking to um, address a specific current, uh, concern, licensed practitioner sessions are available for you. And so what is a session? A session is a one-on-one -on -one with a licensed practitioner in which confidentiality is part of that code of ethics that Kate mentioned. 
And in this session, what happens is we search for the mental cause that is the root of a current condition that you are desiring to change in your life. A session begins with a short invocation to become centered and bring full attention and full awareness to the now moment. Then it's an opportunity for you and a licensed practitioner to engage in dialogue to discuss what is the concern, what is the situation that is your heart's desire to change. There are cl clarifying questions that may be asked in order to ascertain and to understand exactly what is that change that you are desiring. And then a licensed practitioner ends the session, well, a licensed practitioner may share some spiritual tools that you can use as after you leave the session. And then that session is anchored in the spiritual resource that is unique to science of mind, and that is a spiritual mind treatment, where we bring the God qualities that you are seeking, be it love, life, light, power, peace, beauty, joy, abundance, prosperity, peace, whatever that change is, it's anchored in prayer. Licensed practitioners are trained, as Kate shared, we go through two years of certificated classes and then enter a two-year specific to practitioner training. And at the end of that, the entire purpose is to enhance our own consciousness so that we can hold the truth for each person that comes to us so that we can hold the truth beyond the face of appearances. Licensed practitioners do charge fees for one-on-one -on -one sessions unless you're bringing your birthday card, and please use them. And fees are not standardized throughout Centers for Spiritual Living. So each practitioner sets their own individual fees based on how long they've been a practitioner and their own personal sense of what's right for both themselves and for their clients. So I highly encourage you to check as you're scheduling your appointment what the fee is. So now you might want to know what you're going to get from a personal um, practitioner session. So the answer is going to be very personal for each person. Some of, the some of these are some of the common answers, that you'll feel better, that your conditions will improve, that you'll have tools that can assist you, and that you'll know that you have support. Even if you don't speak to a practitioner, we support you. The spiritual mind treatment is a very powerful tool, and it shifts your thinking. At first, it may only shift the thinking of the practitioner, but the practitioner is changing their thinking in order to assist you in changing yours. And you come away with a better understanding of what's causing the issues in your life. If you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this, which is done to the fig tree. But also, if you say unto this mountain, be you removed and be cast into the sea, it shall be done. Our activity of thought is actually a divine compulsion of the one mind in us seeking an ever-increasing achievement and expression through us. The forms and outlets for this self-conscious process of thought, which appears as a unique creation of life in us, may manifest in many ways. We each interpret and use the urge for greater expression. For some, 
the fulfillment of this inner drive may be found in a new home, increased business activity, or better health, as well as a desire for greater spiritual awareness. All of these desires are urges of the indwelling intelligence, and we either can combat the urges that we feel, or we can give them expression. The choice is ours to make, but we cannot stand still. We have to continue to express this action of life within us because creativity is our divine essence. Our lives and experiences may be likened unto a river. If we stand on the bank of a river and watch it flow by, we become aware that the river never changes, but that its content is always new. By analogy, we may say the purposeful, dynamic quality of life within us never changes, but the content of our experiences living never remains the same. Good morning. morning. I'm here before you with my eyes open this time. Usually they're closed in prayer. But I'm going to give you a message this morning. Uh, Our topic is really opening the soul's door. And we here at Science of the Mind, we keep telling you that you are powerful. But I don't know whether you really realize just how powerful you are. Each time you open the soul's door, you do experience this power. It is by opening this door and understanding your oneness with God that reveals the powerful you. There is a life force behind all our thinking. This is science of mind. Let's see if I can make you understand this. Um, We tell you here at the Center of Science of Mind to change your mind, change your thinking. So, thought alters or creates your experiences. So I ask you right now to have one thought. It could be a thought of anger, sadness, inspiration, joy, and even sex. In that one second that you had that thought, your body physically underwent a series of chemical changes. Your adrenal gland secreted like a thunderstorm a few new hormones. Your brain released millions of neurochemicals at lightning speed. Your spleen and thymus glands sent out a mass of emails to your immune system to make a few new modifications. Several different gastric juices started flowing. Your liver processed enzymes that were not present a moment before. Your heart rate fluctuated. Your lungs uh, changed their stroke volume. And blood flowed into the capillaries of your hands and feet. All of this in that split second. 
Just think about that for a moment. All that movement for one single thought. And we think constantly. So what is this life force, this energy that moves the body to respond to a thought? What is it? Reverend Lynn would say it is consciousness. So where do you find consciousness? That's the next question. It's nowhere in our organs or body system. You could say consciousness is in the mind. That's a good answer, but where's the mind? That's the mystery. We know that mind exists because we remember things and because we experience it, but we can't point to it. You might say it is in the brain, but that doesn't make sense because if mind is in the brain, the brain would think on its own, even when removed from the body. But of course, we know that's not so. This mind is so important because it is in the mind that we open the soul's door and find who we really are. When we open the door, we realize we are spiritual beings having a human experience. We are spiritual beings. We are the same spiritual beings as God. As a matter of fact, we are, each of us, perfect, beautiful expressions of God right here, right now. And God speaks to each of us through mind. God expresses itself through you. So it is in mind you find your divine expression, the truth of who you are. And the truth is, the truth is only one life. There is only one life. We keep hearing this all the time in Science of Mind, but how come we don't get it? Why is it so hard for us to grasp this? I think maybe we as individuals get all caught up in our daily routines. I know I do, I have a to-do list every day. And we think it's more important to pull the weeds, clean up the doggy poop in the backyard, watch the game, of course, go to work, to the grocery store, and eat. Yes, all of this stuff is part of life. But what we're missing is that this very same stuff, the same stuff is divine life. You are the agent of the divine the conduit that reaches into the space and gets things done. Your hands are divine hands. Your life is the only way spirit can express itself here. This powerful source that has created everything and everyone needs you to do its work. So, all that stuff we get caught up in is divine stuff. We just have to make a little 
mental switch. We are not two entities, we are one. Our life is God's life. We just have to see it as a union and not as a duality. Instead of, oh damn it, I have to take that garbage out, mental switch, I get to do spirit's job by taking out the garbage. <laughs> this involves the magic key of mindfulness. Mindfulness is the word of the day. You can hardly pick up a magazine or paper, except for the National Enquirer. They're still working on Hillary's involvement with aliens from another planet. <laughs> and not find an article on mindfulness. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. To be mindful, you just have to be here, where you are, and do just what you are doing. And you are in a state of mindfulness and flowing in the oneness of the creative power. To be there, to be present, that takes intention. That takes consciousness, and consciousness is our sacred connection to the divine. It is our sacred key to opening the soul's door. We are all connected, not only to spirit, but to each other. Our journey here is a web of influences because of this connection and the principle that there is only one life. And this happens on the smallest of levels. So, if I don't pull the weeds around my house, I could be setting up a situation where a fire could start, and this would have an impact on my neighbors. If I did not clean up after my dogs, my neighbors would not be able to enjoy the fresh air in their backyard. Watching sports, going to work, going to the store, and taking out the garbage not only provides for my needs, but keeps the economy going, which benefits everyone. Yes, everything is connected because there is only one life. It's through prayer, meditation, and mindfulness you open the soul's door and see that there is only one life. There is only God's life. And you are part of that life. You are of this life. And through mine, God gives you the power to choose how you want to experience life. Open your soul's door and experience the greatness that is rightfully yours. Universal Spirit. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can the floods drown it. We must have a firm conviction that all people live in divine spirit. And we must have a deep realization that we are all one in this universal spirit. 
There is a place where we begin and leave off physically, but there's no place where we begin and leave off mentally or spiritually. Our minds merge with the minds of others, and they meet some silent force within us that attracts or repels automatically in accord with our accepted thought patterns. If we do not merge with others in cooperation, in unity, in happiness, we may be certain that there is something in us that feels it has been rebuffed or rejected. Here is where an adjustment has to be made. If you want sunshine, step into the sunshine. If you have locked yourself away in a dark closet, why not come out into the light? If you have been feeling that everything is against you and no one really cares for you, know that the divine creative force is in everyone and meet this force in others. See what happens. If you think that all the fears and failures and hurts you have been carrying around for years are something over which you have no control, come to realize that you are born out of life. The thing that entered into you when you were born was the living spirit. You are one with this spirit. Recognizing this truth, you can go forth and meet joy and love. Well, by now you're probably getting the idea that our theme is oneness. We've been looking at oneness all month, and I'm going to continue with that by offering you a few suggestions of things you can do to help you feel more connected with God and with each other. And the first one, you're actually already doing. Join a community of like-minded people. That's why you're here this morning, right? You're in a group that believes the same or close to what you believe. It's real easy to feel a connection with people um, that are of a like mind. So you're already doing that one. You can also take it a step further by um, going to the connection circles or the power of eight groups or take some classes. So it's just a, a way to take your connection even deeper. Okay, meditation. How many of you have a meditation practice? Can you meditate? Quite a few of you, good, good. Meditate often. You know, in the meditation chant, we, we sing, uh, I will lead this world as it is, go inside to find my God. That's meditation, folks. That's what, the, that's what it is. So meditate often. Yes, meditation is sitting cross-legged on the floor for a half hour. It's also closing your eyes and taking three deep breaths. And you can do that pretty much anytime, anywhere. Don't do it when you're driving a car or walking across the street, but pretty much everywhere else. 
you can stop and take three deep breaths. That's meditating. All right, here's a big one. Change your focus. What are you focused on? It's real easy to get distracted by what's going on in the world and what's going on in our country, isn't it? Yeah. Change your focus to something more positive. Really great way to do this is gratitude. When you're feeling gratitude, you're really connecting with the divine. You're being grateful for something going on in your life. Um, I, you know, I, I do gratitude twice a day. I call it my gratitude sandwich. Um, I start the day with gratitude. Um, things like I'm grateful for peace of mind. I'm grateful for abundance, that sort of thing. And I end the day with more gratitudes. But these gratitudes are one, ones that are specific to that day, things that happened during that day that I'm grateful for. You know what that does? It changes your focus. Because as you're going through your day, you're kind of mentally keeping track of all these things you can't wait to write down that night that you're grateful for. So change your focus. The next one, Marilyn's going to come and help me with. This is a technique Larry taught us a while back. It's called praise and raise. You all remember that one? Yeah? This is, um, I like this technique because it puts your whole body into it. So when you're doing this technique, do the movements, say them out loud, um, because then you're putting it out there, okay? So Marilyn's going to demonstrate this. It's, uh, I praise my life, I raise my life in the name of love. So we're going to do a couple of these, so get on your feet. Come on, let's go. We're going to do some of these. We're going to, um, we always start with my life. So that's the one we're going to do first. All right, you ready? I praise my life. I raise my life in the name of love. Let's do one more. Everyone everywhere. I praise everyone everywhere. I raise everyone everywhere. In the name of love. All right, have a seat. Doesn't that feel good? It really does. It changes your whole attitude. I, I'm, I'm really not a political person at all. But there was one politician, I got to admit, was kind of getting under my skin. And I used this technique on that guy. And what happened to me once I was done was I really... I was just really full of compassion for the guy. It changed me. So use this technique. Use it for people. Use it for groups of people. But this is a very powerful technique that you can use um, to help you feel more connected. Because instead of seeing that guy as a separate person, I saw him as a part of the divine. Yes, I, I did not agree with his behavior and his actions, which were coming from a place of being separate. But I was able to see him also as an expression of the divine. And lastly, sometimes you just need to reach out for help, you know? That's why we're pr practitioners is because we care. We are here to support you. So if you have something going on your, in your life that is just a little too much for you, you can't find your way through it, 
reach out to us. We would love to support you. Our cards are all on the Ministry of Prayer table back there. Our contact information is in the program. Reach out to any one of us. We would be glad to help you. So to recap, we're all one with the one. We're one with each other. There are some things that you can do. Join a community of like-minded people. Meditate often. Change your focus to the positive. Praise and raise. And finally, reach out for help. I'm going to close today with this quote from Ernest Holmes, the founder of the Science of Mind. He says, as we contemplate the mysteries of nature, we're amazed at the infinite variations, the complete individualizations, and the uniqueness of everything. Here again, we are brought to the realization that the infinite is indeed infinite, and that within the one, there is ample room for individual expressions in the things created. Let us pray. There is one power and presence, one expression of life that I call God. And what I know is that that one energy of life is all there is. It is ever-present, everywhere, in everything and everyone. So I know that includes me, and I know it includes everybody here today, every single one of us, individual and unique expressions of all that God is. And what I know for each of us is a willingness to keep before us that awareness that we are, every single one of us on this planet, expressions of the divine. And as we walk through our, our separate lives, we realize that we're not just human beings. We are spiritual beings, all connected through that one energy of life. And with deepest gratitude, I released my word into the law, absolutely knowing this is so. I simply let it be, and so it is. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.